Good afternoon and welcome to The Boldness. The Boldness is about standing up for your human rights instead of waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. Now, this very special series happening at the moment, and I know that special is a touchy word with people. However, it's called The Boldness Goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023 because performers with a disability are going to play up. They're going to break all the rules. I've got two very special guests with me at the moment. They're from a great show called The Freak. And it's the guests I have are them, Fatal and El Diablo. Welcome to the Bulbous. Thank you so much for having us. That is fantastic, is it? I'm really, really looking forward to this. Then Fartal, I'm going to start with a nice, interesting question for you because there's a fact I love this spiel. Get ready for a thrilling journey of sex, danger, and fear that only a text from Centrelink expires. The freak has it all. Sideshow, swords, stilettos, sequins. And the circus reimagined. How cool is this? Now you can tell us what it's really about. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the show is so hard to define in a few words because it's very full. There's a lot going on. So we're all sideshow and circus performers and dancers as well. We've got burlesque. So there's a lot going on in the show, but the format it takes itself is like, a 1970s style exploitation film. So it's all, it's explosions and it's leopard print and it's, it's a big wild ride. So we're using humor and we're using high skill, dangerous sideshow to have a conversation about what it means to exist in the world as marginalized people. Many of us disabled. It is a disabled led show. And so we're sort of having a conversation around exploitation and empowerment. So is it one? Is it the other? Is it both? Probably. And so, yeah, it's all of us trying to survive under capitalism and just making some very, very silly, funny, sexy art while we do. (laughs) Right. So basically it could be quite controversial, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I think for, you know, any friends of ours, it shouldn't be too controversial. I think that, you know, we preach the choir a little bit with with some of the things that we're saying, but I do wonder if some of our more uh, straight-laced audience members might be in for the shock of their lives. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a bit like a sideshow revolt because, again, the freak is back bigger and better, hot on the heels of two sellout seasons 
world-class award-winning trans, queer, disabled and sex worker performers sharpen their swords and stilettos to take down capitalism. Walk the sexy tightrope between discomfort and exhilaration. It sounds like a bit of a and d session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they're on to us. Well, the show does have whips in it, so... <laughs> this is sounding better and better. Going back a long time ago, I'm going to tie it all together. There was an organisation called Grit Media, and I remember coming across a calendar and it was essentially how people in a disability can look sexy in a calendar. It's not just about disability, but it's actually about people as people. Would you say that Absolutely. the freak is keep going to keep it very real and portray people how they would like to be and push those limits? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, as it's such a common thing for disabled people to be kind of shoehorned into stories and not get the chance to tell our own stories, you know, and, and when we are given an opportunity to tell a story, it's often one of either tragedy or inspiration. And one thing that we wanted to do with Lafrique is just make the art that we wanted to make and tell the stories that we wanted to tell and be sexy and be funny and be dangerous and be ridiculous and you know if people feel inspired so be it but we are we are setting out to to own the narrative ourselves and and let people take away from that what they will well stella young who is a very major influential disability advocate summed it up very well thank you very much i am not your beep inspiration (laughs) why is it important for people with disability to share their stories, or more important, to tell the stories they want to tell their way. One hundred percent. Look, it is it's it's vital. I think it's it's an opportunity that's given to to non-disabled performers all the time, just by virtue of being allowed to be on stage. You know, I think it it is despite being twenty twenty three, disabled performers are still kind of asked either explicitly or implicitly to justify our place on stage, and so often that means telling a story that somebody else demands of us. And so I think. I think the the why is it important is is because that's just a right. That's the fun of making art is is getting to say what you want to say and getting to explore what you're artistically inspired by. And so I think that like it is it's incredibly important because anything less than that is is kind of shoehorning. It's it's forcing disabled performers into into stories that either aren't ours or into a very narrow sort of limited sphere of existence. And we say, you know, to, to mimic the language of Stella Young, beep that. I like this attitude. It's kind of like I'm going to actually spell <laughs> it out, spell it out to listeners here, is that one of the things about having a disability, and I actually identify with having a disability, it is not right that actually in I've actually recently did have a conversation with a particular organisation. I'm not going to name them, but it was actually looking at casting from an authentic perspective and saying the authentic casting, particularly with the disability, into the community, there's only a very, very few shows I can think of where a person with a disability has been the main character. So when it comes down to the freak, it sounds like, most of the cast would identify with actually having a disability and it's a disability-led performance, a disability-led show. Yes, I would agree with that. I think as well in sort of looking at how modern, and the reason I'm using the the term modern is because historically, sideshow, which is what both 
them, the discipline that both them and I perform was, had, had disability as the main character. It was complicated in the fact that it was the display of visibly disabled people. But at the time that allowed there to be some autonomy and some security for those performers when within society that didn't exist. And so the reason that we have developed the show and as them mentioned earlier it reflects upon like what is what is exploitation and what is empowerment within this show what we've done is we've we've tried to really you know foster that attitude of being like you know yeah as, as them said like telling your own story and you know do you want it like we we have a, an interesting time discussing the exploitation and marginalization of disabled our disabled cast through, yeah, and, and how, what it means to be on stage and what it means to like, to be able to take that place and move away from being the sideshow. So like not the main event to being the main event, to being on, on the big stage. Yeah, well said. I feel like <laughs> so much, like there is such a rich disability history. And as, as Elle said, a really complicated history within Sideshow to do with disability. And this strange thing has happened where despite that history, when you look at the Australian main stage, a lot of the Sideshows, despite Sideshow history being full of disabled people, queer people, trans people, sex workers, people of colour, so often the main stage Australian Sideshow is full of like non-disabled, cis-het white men and and occasionally we'll have a woman like as an assistant, but like the industry has been quite dominated by a very particular archetype. And like this is not at all to like have a go at what they're doing, but what we're trying to do is is really give some space back to the lived experience of the people who who sideshow kind of belonged to her originally and be like, no, sideshow does belong to marginalized people. That is, it is our art form. <laughs> and it is it is our predecessors who invented it and we're taking it back, thank you very much, and giving ourselves the main stage that we deserve. Well look, like... I'm glad actually butting here. <laughs> when we I'll tell you when we actually we're gonna get equality across performing, and that is when we get a person with a disability who is the main act at the grand final with a hundred million viewers around the world. And then we know organizations are serious and people with a disability are performers in their own right. And with that, we're going to play some community service announcements and continue the conversation. (laughs) We know you love listening to 3CR. But we also know that many of you haven't downloaded the Community Radio Plus app yet. The app lets you tune in anywhere and share the station with your friends. So, show the love and share the love and search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your apps. Vibe Union is bringing exciting ongoing showcases of local talent across Melbourne. 
This creative collective provides a supportive platform to upcoming artists, hosting poetry open mic nights, intimate singer-songwriter evenings, and hip-hop showcases. Head along to one of their events for a welcoming night of creativity. Or see how you can get involved at vibeunion.com.au. Vibe Union is a 3CR supporter. listen to Access Access by Johnny Crescendo. It's one of my all-time favourite songs. Let's continue talking with Femme Fatale and El Diablo, who are part of the co-producers of Le Freak, which is showing at Melbourne Fringe 2023. Welcome back so the boldness goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023. My name is Rafael Caleb, and the boldness is about standing up for your human rights instead of waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. And I'm talking with Them Fatal and El Diablo, who are doing a very good thing 
with their show, the freak about making sure voices are actually heard. They're doing a great job of human rights. We're having a good time. Now, Sam Fartal and El Diablo to comment on the idea of having a person with a disability performing as the main event at the grand final. Love it. Into it. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's one thing to, you know, people often talk about, uh, inclusion and representation looking like a seat at the table, but that's not enough. I think we need to get beyond this idea of a seat at the table. I'm, I'm not interested in looking at the lower rungs of an organization and, and what levels of diversity and inclusion that they have at the entry level. I think it's much more interesting to look at the top levels of an organization, look at who's in the in the highest paying seats, who has agency, who has control over a situation. Let's look at the CEOs and see how many how many disabled CEO seats at the table we can get. So, you know, rather than little performances in in back alley uh cabarets, let's get the grand final. Let's let's take that spot. I think that's that that's a much more uh much more representative Example. Well, it's like when I was playing music a long time ago and I wrote out the chart of what the vision was and that was to upstage the Rolling Stones as the warm-up act. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. There is nothing wrong with my ego and ego is not a dirty word. Now, quickly tell us about who is the cast of Le Freak? Well, we have myself, El Diablo, and Ben Fatal. So we are the co-creators of Le Freak. And then joining us this season, we have Sarah Berger, who is an incredible performer. Sideshow historian yes, as well. Sideshow historian. She's performed at Coney Island, which is like our AFL grand final, I guess. <laughs> um, and uh, we're also going to be joined by Bella DeJack for the first week of our season. And then for the final two weeks, uh, Dale Woodridge-Brown is joining us as well. What about Bubbles the Fairy? Oh, Bubbles! We're going to get bitten for this. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't possibly forget Bubbles the Ferret. He he ties the whole room together. Yeah. So <laughs> that is our, our beautiful puppet. And our he's he's the one who's really in charge. Yeah, we work for Bubbles. The brains of the organization. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, but it's a bit like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Earth was really a computer and mice are really in charge. Seriously. <laughs> now we're yeah. going to talk this through from an accessibility point of view. What's the first part level of accessibility for all the shows? I would say all of our shows are all of the every single session of our shows are captioned. That all of the shows are also wheelchair accessible and mobility aid accessible. The venue has uh, ways to access. Uh, the performance space with no stairs and there is an accessible bathroom and there's no stairs anywhere on that level to the bar as well. The All of our shows as well will also feature HEPA filters in the space to help uh, be a COVID mitigation. But there's also the tactile tool will take place from 6pm to 6.45pm on the 22nd of October and the audio described performance will take place also on Sunday the 22nd of October from 7 p.m. And there's a limited number of headsets too. This is actually pretty accessible because basically is that it's accessible by people using mobility aids, the bar, the headsets to reduce things, and it's inclusive with having a tactile tour and audio description. 
Before we get on to event warnings and trigger warnings, COVID has been a big thing in the community for a couple of years. Are there a mask-wearing sessions? Absolutely. So we have, um, there's going to be HEPA filters in every single show, but on top of that, on October 12 and October 18, those shows are mask mandatory for everyone who's able to wear a mask. As somebody who has been uh, immune compromised by COVID uh, myself, I have a very vested interest in encouraging COVID safety, but also it's just the right thing to be doing. The fact that a lot of people have forgotten about it doesn't make it over. So we're trying to sort of be part of leading by example a bit because there's not much, there's not enough of a focus on COVID safety as an access requirement in the arts. And so we're trying to highlight that one to encourage other performers and other venues as well to look after our, our immune compromised friends in the community and uh, give us safe spaces to, to witness art and be in art. The freak is actually taking everything into consideration. What about event warnings and trigger warnings? Absolutely. So we have a full sensory and content guide up on our website at the moment. So at lafreaktheshow.com forward slash accessibility. So I'll take you through some of the, the warnings that we've got, but we do have a document there on our website as well that goes into a, a great level of detail so that audiences can feel prepared both from a sensory aspect and emotionally for the content of the show. There's a little bit of a list just to preface, preface this list as well on October 12th, we will be having a sensory friendly show, which will dial down the intensity on some of these uh, sensory elements. So they will be less intense on that October 12 show. The show contains the sustained bright lights. We do have haze effects. There is full frontal nudity. We have moderate levels of coarse language. There are some sudden and sustained loud noises some infrequent and low-pressure audience interaction, and we do have a kind of splash zone for the audience interaction. So we won't be we, – we check with people, basically, and we won't pressure anybody into, into audience interaction. In terms of trigger warnings, we do have staged violence. There are drug and alcohol references. We, In terms of some of the language that I'm going to mention, I do also want to preface this with the good guys always win in this show. Yeah. So we have some we have some language use – uh, in the show that it that can be misogynistic, ableist, uh, and racist in the show, but it is all within the context of, of owning our own stories. And so we're kind of having a go at the people who have been bigoted towards us. It's not that kind of language talking down to us. The show also uh, involves conversations around mental health. We It says smoking on stage, but that's a I don't think that one's going to happen anymore. There are some there's simulated danger and sideshow stunts. So obviously sideshow involves a level of pain and danger. And so we just like to remind everybody that we are trained professionals and we've done this many, many times before and we promise that we are okay. That's what I really, really like to hear. Are there any Auslan interpreted shows? Yes, there is. Uh, so we're going to have Auslan interpreted sessions on October the 5th, 7th, 11th, 14th, 20th, and 22nd. Fantastic. That's really, really great. And we've got to remember that Le Freak received cash to create and cash for equity through the Fringe Fund as part of Radical Access. Finally, Them Fatale and El Diablo, where can people get tickets to see Le Freak? Tickets are available uh, through the Melbourne Fringe website. So you can get them from melbournefringe.com.au slash 
event slash le dash freak slash or you can google uh the freak melbourne fringe and it will come up and there is the freak is an extremely accessible show and there's lots of range of like this black ticket spelt b-l-a-k-t-i-x which is discounted tickets for first nations audience and in acknowledgement to the traditional custodians of the lands and there's concession prices uh, to there are group member discounts. What is the best reason to come and see the freak? I think you, there's just so much in the show. I think you know if you want to see politics uh, in the show, if you want to think, if you want to not have to think for an hour, if you want to feel some solidarity with with people who may have experienced some similar. Uh, life experiences. If you want to see hot people do dangerous things for an hour and just forget about your problems. If you want to see the weirdest interpretive dance that you've ever seen set to the Centrelink hold music. If you want to see a really cute ferret right. save the world. And we're just, we're, we're going to try and solve all of the problems we've got. We're going to solve ableism. We're going to solve capitalism. We're going to solve it all within the space of 60 minutes. So if you want to see us face off with that, <laughs> if any of those things work, or if you just want a really great soundtrack. Yeah. Well, this is sounding better and better. I would love to actually spend a full hour talking with Dem Fatal and El Diablo, but we actually have a half hour show and it's part of the special series. The boldness goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023. I'd like to thank them, Bartal and El Diablo. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for having us. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. We hope to see you at the show. Thank you very much. I've been talking with them, Bartal and El Diablo from The Freak showing at Melbourne Fringe festival now make sure that you go to melbourne fringe festival play up break all the rules there's many great shows featuring people with a disability in there we're going to go out with a song what's inside by warren bartlett from our good friends at wild at heart Community Arts. Keep listening to 3CR and the boldness goes to Melbourne Fringe in 2023 continues next week on the 12th of October. Keep listening to 3CR. Let's go out with What's Inside by Warren Bartlett. Thank you very much. The sky is blue And so are you Together sun and moon What do
Thank、you